Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the. Just allow me to cut that previous part out. In my head, I was like, I don't think we're going to keep that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because work makes you free was what I was about to say. And I just realized, like, fuck. Yeah. All right. We're in a really bad spot here. I need to start over. Maybe the wrong year for that. Yeah. Now I'm, so, tr- I'm really trying to update the system. Like I want to stay with the times. I want to stay. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to do what other people are doing. All right, third time's a charm, <laughs> <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. All right, welcome to another episode of the nonprofit podcast, formerly known as the Dissect Bot Podcast, formerly known before that as. God, this idea of podcasts will never catch on. <laughs> what a ridiculous thing. This will never work, guys. We yeah. shouldn't do it. Yeah. No, this will never work. No, I wasn't even like we shouldn't do it. It was like they shouldn't be doing it. Oh, God. <laughs> gotcha. How are you wasting <laughs> your time with all of that stuff? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now we waste a considerable amount of time doing that thing. Doing that thing and also listening to that thing. So I'll just say, to the, as I mentioned earlier today, having listened to or re-listened to... Joe Rogan episode oh, yeah. 1300 something or other with Naval mm-hmm. um, that was recorded in like mid 2019. Yeah. Re-listened to that yesterday and shockingly accurate predictions mm-hmm. of what some things are actually happening right now. What yep. what made you re-listen to that? Did you remember it or did somebody... No, total fucking accident. Oh, no shit. Yeah, because I was just looking. I was like, okay, so what happened to JRE, you know, first of the year when it went from you know, all other platforms oh, to, Spotify. to Spotify. And so now there's sort of like some 10 minute clips. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, of excerpts from things on Spotify that are on YouTube that you can yeah. watch, but that's kind of it. Like yeah. they've probably said, oh, you can have a maximum of X number of things on these other platforms to help promote it. Um, and so I was looking at some of those and I listened to a couple episodes with the guy who, um, he worked at Twitter for a while, but then started uh, Signal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was the explanation of like, why did you do that, and mm-hmm. and what was happening in the world. I did that not you... know he had that guy on. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'll listen to that. Um, I don't know. He's it, a super interesting guy. And then Joe was getting on him a little bit about some stuff that may have happened at Twitter, or maybe not, or that Twitter did that. You know, when he and he was just like, like a, it's a yeah. It, it, he seemed super interesting. Yeah. And then he mentioned. Um, I, I think it, one of the things he mentioned, Naval, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, oh, I remember it. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. How long? That was just last year, right? Oh, no, that was more than last year. Huh. And so I just clicked play and, you know, went to town and it w- I was like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. We are so fucked. Yeah. It's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I mean, I think it maybe it was, it was either when he was on Tim Fair. It was years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was right at the. I mean, he would know because he was one of the original investors in Twitter, so he would know that guy who started Signal. Yeah. Um, but I think it was two years ago. He was like, or maybe it's a year ago. He was like, get Signal and get off platforms. He's like, start controlling how you communicate and yeah. don't let other people control that. Like how he's like, I say Signal, it's still a third party, but it's completely encrypted. It's completely secure. How they have set up that business is actually to protect the user. 
that's like its value. I mean, it was a really interesting thing when he was talking about like, okay, there's, there's the computer security, so it's the device security, or there's mm -hmm. like the information security. And yeah. like if, you know, if you, if you go around with only device security, somebody gets a hold of the device, then everything that's there, you know, yeah. uh, it, that, is, that could be available is right. available to someone. Um, but if you practice like good in information security, then, you know, maybe less so. Yeah. And, uh, and then I was, I, I have been reading, um, uh, your own Lanier's book, you know, the, the 10, mm -hmm. you know, really, really, really sh fucking smart reasons to delete all of your social media accounts mm -hmm. and, you know, just go back. And it was, you know, sort of 2017, 2018 timeframe when he's, you know, writing most of it. And, you know, once again, somebody else who, um, you know, saw a little bit further ahead or, I mean, actually he didn't have to look ahead because even at that point, every, we were already fucked right. and, <clears throat> um, and it just would only get worse. And so I'm not disagreeing with him at all so, uh, about any of this and feel, and just, and just feel like how my own behavior in life has been changed by my relationship to a particular social media platform and all of mm -hmm. the, you know, all that that entails. Are you going to delete your personal social media? Not sure. I'm not I, either. I, I, I mean, it, 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 if I stop, it won't be delete. Right. It'll just be, you oh. know, the last three right. posts across this, since I do the triple thing. Um, the last three posts will just be the cover of that book, and, and then I'll just leave it. Because like, like when I dumped the Twitter thing, whenever that was. How bad did that affect you negatively? Was it a well, negative side effect? Negative side effect of like giving up my 17,000 followers and friends that, mm -hmm. you know, were really, really near and dear and special to me. All 17,000. All, all of them. Did yeah. you wake up with like cold sweats from withdrawals? And <laughs> I need to look at Twitter. The no, no, because I actually was, had already found a new drug, which was called Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't get any of the withdrawal kind of thing. I was like, oh, this is the this is the most awesome platform I've been searching for right. because, you know, it's the visually issue with, appealing. Yeah. It's visually appealing yeah. as opposed to the other thing, um, and <laughs> intellectually <laughs> revolting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, go ahead. No, and, and but but I feel like now the the, the right choice is excise it yeah. all. And just and, and you know, from a commercial perspective, I mean, if we if if we say as a business that we use social media as a means of helping to sell things, um, our own numbers prove kind of how useless it is as a platform for that purpose. So uh, it should we find a, a the mechanism over the next? Let's just say we're going to go. Uh, you know, a period, uh, you know, of Let's call four oh, years, four years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next term. It, it's a good, it's, yeah, it's a good even number. Like yeah. four. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay. It's two times two, both prime numbers end up at an even number. What, you know, it's surrounded I, by prime numbers. It's true. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's, it's insulated by prime it's numbers. Insulated. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and with, and, and supported from, you know, by smaller, you know, by three prime numbers, beneath it on that one side that's just one above and or, or you know depending i'm gonna make four your favorite number somehow I, <laughs> if you can convince that company to make four wives uh vodka <laughs> instead of five five's, five's a bit a out of reach yeah <laughs> well, never if you fifth. if you act fast you never know that, that's <laughs> oh, <man>. it's true <laughs> i uh 
Yeah. Anyway, so whatever. So over the next period, if we can figure out a way, which you know, to to, to um, communicate directly with people, even if it's fewer people, um, but communicate directly in what will amount to a more meaningful way, then I think that would be the right option from a, you know, from a quote business uh, I, aspect. I do think that's how you have to split it. Like I, I'm, we talked about this probably a year ago, maybe. Yeah. And then maybe a year before that, probably, yeah. And it seems to it's like the is it every January thing. is it just like oh, man, I think so. I don't know darkest what the, hours. I don't know what the <laughs> cycle is, but it seems like um, I mean everybody's kind of doing the same thing. We invite marketing people in to try to teach us how to like you know gain an organic audience, and it's about the opposite of that. Right. So the the Uh-oh. themes that they're pushing that uh, we uh, the themes that they're pushing ends us. Uh, ends up with us pushing them out because I think it, like yeah. we're so turned off by this idea of I, I, how I see it, especially after if you're reading that book or if you watch the the social dilemma, uh, and it's kind of brought these features of how social media works and how advertising works now on the internet. It it really is playing off of human beings' weakest moments and. and we've decided like, you know, consciously to not partake in some of the marketing that's available to us that actually improves sales by like a significant margin, like the, the cart recovery, the abandoned cart recovery, like Mm. some of these, like, and it's like a ding, a reminder. Also some of the weird, um, things that maybe people don't know about, but if, if you're into marketing you try to look at like how, you know, if people are questioning and we, to buy or not buy there's little tricks you can do and learning about them makes me feel disgusting to know how easy it is to trap somebody like here's one we haven't talked about this one but i just learned about it the other day and it's pretty fucking ingenious so companies will mark most of their stuff out of stock and then you can like remind there's a button to remind me when it is in stock and then it waits an exact like 72 hours and then it reminds you, hey, it's in stock now. Would oh, you like to buy it now? And it was probably always in it stock. It was always in stock. The reason why it works is if you're if it's in stock, there's I can come back and get it. It's like like there's no rush. Yeah. The scarcity goes up as soon as it, oh, I would like that one, but they don't have it in. Oh, well maybe the maybe I'll like it when it comes back in, but it's a small company, so maybe the you know, they won't like we don't really recreate things very often. Yeah. And then what happens is the email almost you know, it's like 90% of the time they'll buy it because now, oh, now they jump on it and they do it really quickly. And all it is is that fear of missing out. And it's also like triggers some sort of, I'm assuming, like surprise yeah. uh-huh. dopamine or something yeah. release where you're like, oh, I probably won't hear from them for two or three weeks. Oh, I get to buy it? Right. Me? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. I'm the chosen one. And then you go, oh, shit, I better buy it now before yeah. it's out of stock again. And I get it. Like, the psychology of human being is fickle. And if you can hack that a little bit and take, okay, everything is like our foods that we like, food that's engineered, everything is basically a play on this, but eventually it's going to break the system. And I I think that's what social media is actually doing. I think it's like people are worried about white supremacy and they're worried about the, you know, this rise of white nationalism and this thing. I mean, my guess, what do you guys think created that? Like, 
I think Trump was created by its opposite, not by people like him. Like he is a symptom, a, a reaction to another problem. As far as I can tell. Yeah. I mean, at least his, that's what he stated. Right. Right. And, and, and I would have to, you know, view a lot of his actions as being, you know, aggressive and, in, in that direction, uh, which created some moment, you know, some, uh, a different type of me too momentum <laughs> with, you know, just yeah. in the sense yeah, yeah, of like, yeah. I uh-huh. feel the same way. Solidarity. And solidarity. Yeah. And then, um, I, I mean, I'm, I, I think for sure that over the last four years, social media has been responsible for a number of things that have, uh, grow. I don't. I, can, I can't say evolved or grown. Exploded disproportionately to their actual. <laughs> to, yeah, to, yeah. To, to, to the to the actual. What well, you could just. You, know. you don't have to say something specific because I think in general conspiracy theories are one of those things. I mean, you could. We could. We could. We could narrow it to that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also. Um, you know, commerce things. I think mm-hmm. there's all sorts of behavioral. Well, the commerce sort of. thing, uh, all of it is commerce. That's that is oh, where yes. people don't make the the association, right? You, yeah. Your attention on any given platform, what they call is, stickiness, is the value. Is that well, is the, what's the being traded, yeah. right? Your attention is what's being traded. Can you explain stickiness? Uh, so stickiness is um, I if, can't get it off of me. <laughs> yeah, stickiness they refer to in like the app situation. Like you want people to be on your app as much as possible to interact because that gives you the chance for advertising. So well, like that gives a, them the chance, yes, to sell, sell. advertising to right. say, hey, look, we got this particular demographic that we have created mm-hmm. through a variety of steering mechanisms within this our yeah. you know proprietary algorithm, and we could sell you know we could sell you access to this type yeah. of buyer so, so it if starts, you're the type of client but then you're you know you as a you know a provider of some kind are actually going to look for you know like oh this advertiser here is looking for these types of clients can we tweak the results yes. of our algorithm yes. to make it look like we can give them access to that demographic correct whether we can or not yeah. doesn't matter as long as we can make our numbers look like mm-hmm. it then we can probably sell them something so it probably starts g- genuine enough right you're on instagram what, what's a subject you're into like what, what a thing a hobby whatever fitness perfect yeah all right so i'm looking at like oh here's a video of a guy snatching a lot of weight and so i stop and the the algorithm starts counting. So you you land on a you know a picture or a, a video of somebody snatching. How long you're involved with that? Okay, you flip past you know um, the and pers- then it's a picture of a girl snatching. And then it's even longer. Or and then it goes to somebody like doing a backflip and you don't even stop at that. Okay, so you're not into that. And then it starts to so eventually before you know it, man, there's a lot of fucking videos. These girls bending over with rubber sure. bands around their legs because your interaction with that kind of content has made them basically give him more of that content that's creating stickiness and in between that stickiness there's an ad for a fucking mood lamp and you're like oh yeah whatever get past it you don't even notice it's not that interfering and then they go oh you didn't stop on the mood lamp um how about some gymshark tights boom and then yeah like stopped on that didn't realize it was an ad at first yeah, yeah. accidentally liked and then had to quickly unlike but now we, you liked and now you're fine. So. definitely like something <laughs> but like oh it's sponsored god damn it and here's, like here's where it gets worse 
because the subjects that you like eventually aren't interesting to you enough. Yeah. So then the sensationalism comes out. So, oh, man, this or person the is... randomness right. of the algorithm. It'll just inject because it they understand or the... the it it's understands that like once the 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 you know the 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 algorithm the device the bot the whatever yeah. you know realizes like it it's getting a positive response from you yes. it stops evolving there's nothing to fix anymore so but as but you are evolving separate from it and so it has to like chuck in some random thing to like maybe shock you and it out of this rut so mm-hmm. it can go find even more precise do you know what kind of thing does that Maybe a video on flat earthers because you're like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, who are these fucking idiots? It doesn't matter. They just start amplifying yep. that effect. And so, uh, like, all of that is done in order to show you a product that's for sale. And, and it's highly addictive. It changes behaviors. It changes how your brain works because in between the selling, what they're not realizing is that they're – like most of the stuff that's you know grabs your attention is news like current affairs are like the most shocking thing and i think that was like a backpedal from the coronavirus thing happening as they went whoa 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 so everybody talking about there being censorship and this other thing i think it's them acknowledging it that their ai is actually out of control and they're trying to they're not trying to censor people actually they're just trying to stop the algorithm from people endangering themselves cuz you get enough sensational videos about you know oh this is a cover up this is this the the disease doesn't exist it's this that and the other and you actually spread the di- granted no matter what you think about it you've you've changed society based off of a selling mechanism yeah honestly like you guys were talking about this yesterday and my first thought was Skynet is such a fucking cooler name than Instagram. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Like when Instagram kills everybody because yeah. it wants to make everything safe. Yeah, it's a that's going to be really fucking the, depressing. The paperclip holder. Well, it, I, that, that I, I was just going to say Skynet's got a cooler name. Instagram is way more powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, I mean, if we knew who the enemy was, it'd be really easy, yeah. right? Like if it was a robot with a gun, we're like, kill the fucking robots. Like, turn the power off. That's easy. But yeah. we are the enemy. Right. Like our internal reaction to what's being shown, that's the enemy. Like when I see a video that is semi-plausible and I stop and, and it makes me go down some wormhole to try to figure out, that's the problem. And and we are the copper tops providing power yes. to this fucking machine. We're giving it, yeah. We're giving energy into it, and we're yeah. giving you know, you know, we're giving bad ideas airtime. Right. I, I can't think of a time thinking like while you guys were talking, I was trying to think about it that Instagram was more of a positive than a negative for the most part. Like usually when I go on there, if I'm just like casually like flipping through, I usually get aggravated about something. Something bugs me. Maybe that's me. But I feel like everybody in this room can agree on some level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can't bring myself to fucking get rid of it. One I, of Lanier's things was just like, if you find, you know, if you're engaging with people that you don't know or entities mm-hmm. that you don't know on a particular platform and you um, f- find that, you know, something that aggravates you to the extent that you are about to communicate in a negative way, or condescending way, mm-hmm. judgmental, you know, whatever sure. negative means, um, and you're about to engage with that, you know, a person, you know, or whatever in, in, in a negative way, it's probably a fake person. It's probably a fucking bot. So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. But if, but if that platform is triggering that kind of response in you, he said, leave it, get rid of it, delete it. Don't yeah. go back. 
It makes because perfect it's, fucking sense. It's absolutely. And then, and then it's really hard to, to have the conversation in our own heads about like, well, that for sure happens. So where is the perceived value? Right. Like, where is it? Why do I, why is it difficult to, you know, uh, the, get, get I convince of, myself that like, it keeps me connected to people I want to talk to. That's the excuse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I don't actually like talk to them. No. I like see a video and it's like, oh, I'm connected to them. Yeah. But you're not actually connected. You're just, you're connected to the apparatus or the, whatever the social media is, not the person. Like, how much, you also how much different is it? To be to be like, hey, I wonder what this person is up to, and you text them or you call them, hey, what's up? And I don't do that anymore because for I sure, because you have the perception that you're caught up, right? Like I haven't talked to a good example, like I haven't talked to Jesse in forever, but I'll like see his stories on Instagram, and it's like, oh, cool, like I see Jesse, we're mm-hmm. buddies, but I don't actually call and have a fucking meaningful do, conversation. Do you know what this is the same thing as, which it, what is is manifesting in uh, psychological circles as an actual disease, and I've, I forget the name of it, but. The uh, the illusion that watching somebody doing something is the same as having done it. Yeah, it's like why people get addicted to like YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. So they watch like they think that they're carpenters because they watch making cabinets. Right. And, and they shit. go, oh, at some point I'm going to do that. Yeah. And Ten years later, you're still watching that video. Here's the weird part: they watch the video, and then an ad will pop up for a table saw. They'll buy the table saw, and then they'll watch the next video, and then they'll buy like a chisel and a woodworking thing, and they will never yep. use it. There, there's like tons of accounts of people under the illusion that they're eating like well because they watched a fit girl eat her salad while they're eating fucking Chinese food and they're under the impression and this is what freaks no me out shit. yeah this is a real thing and it happens more often than you think and I think it's the same thing just in a minor yeah. you're not so delusional that you think you're a carpenter but you do think you're caught up with your friends you right. do think that you know what their life is like and you really have no idea unless you're around them yeah. like can you imagine if our interaction was only me looking at what you post like would that be accurate oh, yeah. of where, what state you're in and, oh no you know what, yeah, yeah, where you're at yeah. in life I like. I thought you were making fun of my Instagram. I was about to get defensive. No, no, I'm not just at all. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm about to get, fuck you. I'm, I'm about ninety minutes away from deleting it. So I, I mean, it's here's the. Oh, go ahead. Let me go. Just the the every now and then, you know, I'll post stuff in a story, and apparently, so Instagram was supposed to be like a thing. You 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 post something that you're doing right then, and then mm-hmm. and then that, that was how it was supposed to work. That that your friends would know what you were doing, or your acquaintances, or you know, a bunch of people who you have no idea who the fuck they are. Right. Um, uh, it, it would, would it, and then you know, and then people were starting to use the hashtag latergram because it was posted after the fact, and mm-hmm. it's not really Insta, it's not now, it's mm-hmm. not current. And then I think that whole thing went away, but still in the subconscious, um, that people kind of imagine that sometimes when they see things, that that's what's happening. And like you know, post something and like you going climbing again? I'm like, dude, that's from ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah know, right. like or or are you you know it and. It's throwback, Graham. It's th- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or it's you know this was cool. I didn't think this was good looking back then, and or you know or whatever. Like, why did it happen? Well, I was drinking. What <laughs> you know? Or <laughs> I just thought of this. I saw this like a month ago, and I meant to bring it up, and it totally just slipped my mind. Have you seen people that have created like a? They call it a Finstagram account, huh? I believe that's what it's called. So it's the same. It's still on Instagram. But like they'll like tag. I want to say it's like F. In, I think it's Finstagram, and it's. I don't know if it stands for like fake or what the F is supposed to mean. But it's like influencers are now creating a separate account for like their personal lives. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they're like 
calling it something where you're like, but that is you. Like you've now yeah, yeah, you're yeah. disassociating who you really are and saying on Instagram who you really are is somebody different because like you only want to post your influencer stuff <laughs> on this side and then you're like personal stuff over here and you're like, are you not the same fucking person? The amount of no. people yep, that no, I, I know. <laughs> the amount of people that like, I, I don't go, I'm not a, um, I don't know what you'd call it. I don't like, I don't go searching for people on there. Like yeah. I, I never do any like creeping. Like that's, I think the biggest waste of time. But if somebody messages me, I want to generally know who's talking to me. So I know yeah. how to form, you know, where are they at? You know, if it's a question about whatever, the amount of people that have public figure. Yeah. As their like title with like 38 followers, it, even if they have, I don't know if that matters. You know, even Mom. if they have a thousand or whatever in it, like, what do you mean? Like, how are you a public figure? Like because they're on Instagram, I <laughs> kind of. But we just created a billion public figures. Uh, yeah, no, I know I- exactly. I, that's the personal part of it because I I see a reason to get rid of that almost immediately and have no regret. I mean, I got rid of my Facebook account years ago. It's like the best thing I ever. Did. Yeah, same here. I still have it. I haven't been on it in like two years. But. I I think there's something because I had two of them and one of them access, somehow open. I completely deleted the other one, like got rid of it from every level. And this one somehow, I don't know how I logged into it or something and it reactivated it, but I haven't been on it for like two years. So it keeps sending me messages about my thousand emails that I have or, or the picture that Susie posted that I'd be really interested in that I'm not. Of course, <laughs> Susie's a cunt. I, Without it, <laughs> but that's that's the personal kind of thing with um, social media that I think is like if it's a lot of people excuse it as being beneficial for the exact reason you stated. There might be a good reason. Like I think the twenty four hour, you know, salt bike challenge wouldn't have done what it did. I could be wrong about this unless there was social media. But also, it would have been the same because anybody that we did it with here. Well, it wasn't through social media other than Emily came down to do right. it, right? And maybe Nick flew out. So th- there is that. That's like the cool positive action that happened. But I, it's so like infrequent that I feel like that happens. Yeah. I, I Same. Like that. That's like, and <clears throat> if it didn't happen, would I have noticed? Like not to say right. I enjoyed Nick here. Emily coming down was fucking awesome. I don't want to make it sound. But if they hadn't have seen it and hadn't had shown up, um, would have I noticed the difference? No, we probably would have had the same situation. We probably would have had a great time, great being in quotes. Um, it still would have been a thing. Um, therefore, man, there's almost no reason to keep it for me on the personal side of it. The, I, I the, just keep in my head, I'm like, man, there's like, you know, you know, Chris or those people in Australia. I'm like, how the fuck do I keep in touch with them without like a DM or whatever and i'm not saying that's important it is to me but at the same time like i could just get his fucking email address yeah because i can't have like, his phone number yeah, but text in australia is well with whatsapp or yeah yeah you're right signal that's a good point uh, and here's the weird thing is like uh, making a conscious decision so i'm not a bit like we've been talking back and forth about this because it affects you personally and people have to decide personally how they want to sure um, I mean, Aaron's whole business is set up off it, which brings you to the next, like, man, we have really been tricked into creating commerce through this third party thing. Yeah. And we've been, I mean, there's so much propaganda telling us this is the only way to make a business work. 
And we're like, fuck, really? Like, God, I guess. Like, yeah, there's, okay, now nonprofit is up to 10,000 followers. That's 10,000 people that, you know, are looking at your thing. So you're, you're like, okay, I got to post something and I got to tell people that our stuff is released. And, and then uh, I read in this marketing book that, you know, a certain percent conversion rate, yeah. you know, is what happens. And so if you have 10,000 followers, then you're going to have 1,000 sales or 100 sales or whatever. And, or Just, not. Or not. <laughs> is that like and, the same as the Smoloff program where you're like some dude did it once and got really strong, so now they tell everybody <laughs> to do it? Uh, it's a similar idea, right? Yeah, like somebody's like, sure. oh, yeah, I yeah. did my business this way and this is how I made money, so now you need to do your business this way. It's for sure optimistic extrapolation. Yeah. I, so <laughs> what good. you've just done there, Keegan, is to expose the fallacy of this whole fucking thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, one person did it or two guys right. did it or whatever, but they were twins. So it was like just the one guy did it. But chicks? now we have N of two. Oh. And then <laughs> and then so so for sure it I works. I mean, you know, if yeah. there's twins on Instagram, shit gets crazy. They can sell I, a fuck ton of fit tea. At but, least the twins that I follow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so like that's where all that lot. fucking that monthly fucking <laughs> installment of fit tea arrived. They have an MLM, right? <laughs> Clearly, I, did we get fit tea? <laughs> Dude, I have a different kind of tea that'll no, get you mentally right. fit. We have shit and get fit tea that you yeah, can have. That is some of my favorite. But yeah, um, I, I mean that might be a good. So I I had set up um, some social media for Black Umbrella. All years ago, yeah, and I never, I just kept it, thinking yeah. like maybe when I'm ready to market it, um, it does just fine without it, right? Like yeah. that, that is the, it's yeah. just word of mouth. I don't even add, like nobody, yeah. I don't even talk about it very much, and it just sells consistently for people that find it valuable and effective. Then mm -hmm. they just keep ordering it every once in a while. So we just have this really low number of steady sales without any work whatsoever. The and that and that's kind of how I want this stuff to work. We spend an inordinate amount of time making good products that are yeah. like, you know, I think that's what we spend most of our time doing. Having I, just come from it. the printer, I yeah. can assure you that yes, we do spend <laughs> so, an inordinate amount of time trying to get things just so. And <laughs> that's us knowing that we're like that and saying last Fabu February, okay, I'm starting on the endurance manual. I think I need three months. Here we are again. Like it's the same. And in September, I was like, I think I can get that by October. And then in December, I was like, fuck, I, we're we're not even close. Like there there just needs to be so much put into it. And a lot of that is, you know, we're figuring stuff out as we go. Yeah. Um, that takes a long time, but the quality is really high. And I feel like Instagram is the opposite of quality. I was just going to ask, and there's no way to like really extrapolate mm -hmm. exactly, but would the endurance manual have gotten done sooner if you didn't have Instagram? Yes, 100%. A uh, uh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's not necessarily the distraction or the whatever, but I'm constantly thinking about posting. Okay, I need to like tell people about this. Okay, the, the like this program's coming out. I need, oh, we need to like remind people that we still have copies of rays and we need right. to remind people or i need to tell people about symposiums it's right? like the mental suck of like you do occasionally not you all of yeah. us like you see the post that aggravates you or and then mm -hmm. like creative energy disappears totally. 100 you're downtrodden and you're like fuck this, this is stupid and then a day of yeah. work turns into like getting ruined because you read a post that you didn't agree with or yeah. or and yeah <laughs> um the, the, uh, another aspect of the social media thing is like you, you, you have 
you know, what appears to be a portal or, you know, a viewpoint into people who may be your customer for this product that you're in the process of making. And if they, you know, because you had started talking about endurance before or something and you start seeing what they're doing and then I start thinking like, well, fuck, we need to make this thing better. Yeah. Because the people, you know, when we first started on this, um, we, you know, it was, I mean, we're never not going to do a good job. Sure. But there is some influence from the potential buyers. And then, mm-hmm. and then you know, when we put it up for pre-order because we're really close and the number of people who bought it, I'm like, well, I hope it's as good as we can make it because now we're – because I don't want to let anybody down. Right. Yeah. You know, for sure there's going to be some expectations that are unfulfilled for some people. Oh, with everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, with everything. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. I mean, like for, you could the, sell a like penny the, for a penny and piss people off. Like, God, <laughs> it's got some uh, scuff marks on it. I'd like my money back. You're like, okay, here's another penny. Or it could be like the fact that we, you know, all those people who wanted the two XL T-shirts for a while, they were just disappointed. <laughs> they still are sometimes. Well, there's a lot of substantial people in the world. There we go. Yeah. Um, on this note, uh-huh. apparently. Um, the soon-to-be ex-president mm-hmm. was uh, um, extremely valuable for a company called Twitter. Imagine that. 88 million followers. No and ton- So their traffic is like dropped. Oh, Twitter loses $5 billion in market value after Trump is permanently banned from, from the platform. <laughs> Shit. That, their stock <clears throat> tanked yesterday, as did Facebook. Nice. Interesting. Pretty fucking wild, huh? That's interesting. I mean, yeah, it kind of makes sense. I mean, they, 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 granted, you know, some people probably saw it coming, got sure, out yeah, yeah. while the shares were still, you know, whatever. Um, and, and $5 billion, you know, who knows what percent that is. Like, it does, Five. Is that, <laughs> I would say, it's like even, is it meaningful? It seems like a big number to me, but maybe it's not in in that world. Um but just the, the the fact that he drew so many people to that platform, even if they were just there, it's like a train wreck. totally just it's a fucking train wreck. Yeah, exactly, yeah. like I can't not watch. And so that's a lot of fucking ad space. Does that you know, mean? Like, sorry, go ahead. Um, that that was was available, and then um, and so so then they they ban you know whatever, and it'll bounce. Get, you know, or people realize like, eh, or maybe it won't, or, or it'll maybe, bounce or, off the cement. Oh yeah, um, I mean. It is entirely possible that, you know, people leaving those platforms, it'll be like California. Uh, yeah. The, I mean, you're right. And, this is the same analogy. You're like, yeah. you know, 1% makes up for 50% of the actual like traffic and work volume yeah. and, and money put into it. Not to say that, you know, Donald Trump is, but he did say the most provoking things on there. Yeah. I was not a follower of her, him. I uh-huh. didn't need to be. I would go to my feed and his comments would pop right. up. So yeah. I, I would. It was always trending. Always. He's like Hansel. Yeah. He's like Hansel. He's not that hot. <laughs> so actually, he is hot right now, but only because he's almost on fire. Yes, exactly. It, is this a point for um, a presidential candidate, the president himself, herself, whoever, to not to be able to use a social media platform? Because isn't he like indirectly making Twitter a fuck ton of money? But he's also if, the president of the United States. And I wonder if he holds Twitter stock or he has. Well, that was my first thought was I bet he made a ton of money off the stock he dumped when he got... 
banned from it. Yeah, like the day before. Right. He, did he dump the day before? <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he got banned from. Gosh. I mean, just I mean, for that dollar denomination, like that's absurd. Yeah, I mean, there's tighter, uh, there's like more obvious convoluted money making sure. things i think um i think you're right i don't know but... his family being you know part of basically every office yeah every association that has to do oh with there's the for sure other things but just as far as like you know we've never really dealt with a president to- in social yeah, yeah. media before the way this is playing out yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of firsts like i don't remember on. ever being like did you read this barack tweet <laughs> Like, did he even have Instagram? Like, he, I never heard or he, saw it. He Twitter did. Or... He was he was very careful with what I well, mean, was, you as know. as you probably should be, right? Um, which is uh, to some people that that was what made Donald Trump human. Exactly, uh, was like his his ability to just be off the cuff, uncensored, just say what he's feeling. Yep. Say what, like that feels like a very organic thing. Which is funny, given the state of his skin and his hair. If that, like <laughs> orange canic, is that what you said? Yeah, orange canic. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's there's something there's something going, and it brings us. So we have the the personal thing, we have the business thing, and then we kind of have the cultural part of social media, which has to do with all of those things, but on mass scale. Right, and that's what I've been really dumbfounded with the past couple of days. Because look, I I get it. The whole it's a private company. They can do whatever they want. They can censor whoever they want. That's 100% true. Although, you know, there is some legality that backs up social media platforms that was through legislation that doesn't make any sense. That 230 thing that doesn't allow liability or whatever, as it would in the, like, uh, news media sense. I mean, if it, there's an interesting sort of d- differentiation there. Like, telecommunications company... Mm-hmm. Like if you're a carrier, mm-hmm. you are not responsible, provider, yeah. but or a provider yeah. of some kind. But as soon as you start to get involved yep. in the the you know the type of tra- the traffic that's being carried, yeah. and what can and what can't, then there's apparent there should be some level of responsibility that goes with that. I don't know what that is exactly, but um, the this. Yeah, let them do what they want, but then also no, and and it makes total sense that, like, oh, we're gonna, you know, all the social media platforms, you know, have in some way throttled, which is slightly less extreme than censored or whatever, limited access to, um, you know, right of center, and some people would say far right, but I don't know how far, like, how many degrees, um, you know, it starts. Um, you know, political opinion or ideas or companies um, or or companies that are selling things that they uh, associate with far right, you know, ideals. Um, so if it's the company that's doing the censoring, then where are all those companies, where did they all come from? Right. Mm. I mean, it's pretty obvious what their politics are and what they are doing is essentially in, you know, uh, um, uh, allow, you know, amplifying representation to elect particular candidates i mean they are interfering yes yeah, in the political system without question 100 percent. 100 percent. yeah i mean the even if you take out you know <laughs> what i'm going to refer to as the two losers of the actual primary yeah if you go before that um and you saw how they acted with andrew yang and uh who's the one from uh hawaii uh tulsi gabbard. tulsi gabbard yeah, yeah. uh just the like the they removed you know paid for advertisements like very clever things or misspelled Andrew Yang's name or didn't show his picture or or whatever the yeah 
There, there's a lot of really weird. And now Ron Paul just got canceled off of Facebook. Is that why I saw something earlier that said Ron Paul was right? Yeah, because he talked about this happening, mostly with Article 230 or Section 230 or whatever, the protection. It was like in 1996, they decided that there's some indecency on the Internet and they needed to protect the providers um, who are are defending free speech. That's the original purpose of it. So the Internet could actually keep free speech going and they wouldn't be liable for it. And now it's basically a fucking gift. Like it is a handout to tech companies to do whatever the fuck they wanted because they're protected under article 230 they had a chance to revoke this not even weeks ago and it didn't get revoked like but you're also talking about google facebook amazon oh you mean the richest people in the world lobbied and had this thing kind of to go through yeah of course they would why wouldn't they do that that's they don't want to be liable for the things that they do I think people should remember that, like we, like hate speech is, you know, quote unquote illegal on the internet, right? It's actually protected by the First Amendment. Hate speech is. We forget, like it is a function of our, uh, you know, to hear hate speech, and and to know that the reason you're hearing it, however derogatory, however you know, and however it makes you feel. Yeah, it's. That is one of the best things you could actually hear is because it's defending the exact thing that you need to fight that kind of speech or to fight those bad ideas. Right. By, and I don't know how many times I've mentioned this, by moving speech or ideas that we disagree with underground or making them illegal, that actually makes them more powerful. One fascinating thing that um, the fellow who started Signal said, mm. um, which is just like, you know, all conversations are, you know, basically happening because of the Internet. Almost all conversations um, are happening in public. So yeah. imagine if you were sit- standing there talking to your friend and you were, mm-hmm. you know, saying some shit about, you know, you know, what locker room talk. We're talking L- about locker room, L- talk? locker room talk. Yeah. Or, or you know, grabbed her by the bowling ball yeah, um, <laughs> or, or finger. Never mind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like um, a bowling ball. The. Uh, or maybe like the old dudes club, you yeah. know, in Washington DC or whatever. But there's somebody standing there with a clipboard writing down everything you <laughs> yeah. fucking say yeah. and everything that you look at on your phone while you're saying the thing, you know, to the person <laughs> or whatever, it would completely change the nature of your conversation. And and his idea he just said, Look, there's a lot of really good ideas. You know, things that, that you know, that started as something unacceptable and they started and they, they developed, let's just you know, say, you know, the founding fathers would be one. Mm-hmm. All of these th- that that conversation. Let's say, you know, what example of you know same sex marriage, uh, you know Roe v. Wade. All of these conversations began in private. These ideas were developed in private. Yeah, they did uh-huh. not, and it could not happen if all of those conversations had been yeah, public. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because a there's you know you're self censoring in some way, yeah. or you're you know for, for uh, how however the behavior happens, he's just like look there needs to be there need to be mechanisms where private conversation is is permitted, so that ideas can develop. Yeah. Before they, but if but if we're watching, you know, somebody says, hey, what do you what do you think about um, well this this Earth, you know. And it's flatness. I, I uh, <laughs> sure know, or, hope a or, comet bounces uh, off of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, with from the right angle, it would. Yeah. But if it were round, man, it'd just hit full force, and we would be, what? you know, 
Sorry, go ahead. I, I don't have a good example of like what would you know the, that con- the conversation that, that you know, uh, um, and, and apparent and now people are saying, well, look, uh, d- d- so we'll get rid of these public platforms where yeah. these ba- you know because obviously bad ideas come from that mm-hmm. is what they're saying, um, and then it pushes this stuff underground. But I think it needs you know some of it needs to be under you know, needs to be private so that we can be ourselves. Uh, yes, yeah. Without the unconscious influence of knowing that all our communication is public and monitored. Um, so what was the first book you wrote that was published that people could purchase? Uh, uh, mine. Yes. A book called Extreme Alpinism. How, how many people did you talk to about it, tell about it, inform about it before its completion? Like, I'm sure you had some help or bounced ideas yeah. off people, but you weren't letting the entire world know, hey, guys, I'm going to write a book. It'll be out. I mean, same with the Endurance Manual. We yeah. use that for an example. Yeah. Usually uh, people just made shit and then, and then put it out. Yeah. Put it out. Exactly. And now, I mean, it's kind of cool to be, you know, to to, to have a, a, a view into certain parts of the process. Sure. Um, but it's not necessary. Yep. And in fact, it, you know, um, man, if there had been social media when I was, tra- like, I could barely write that book in the first place. But if there had been... You know, the audience that I'd already started to tee up, you know, to be concerned about, mm-hmm. to, you know, feed with some kind of titillating information about, I wrote four paragraphs today. I deleted five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. shit like that. I, that book never would have gotten, sure, probably yeah, never yeah. would have gotten written. Thankfully, um, Jim was there to sort of crack the whip, as well as, you know, editor and publisher and deadlines and stuff like that. But, um, but, but yeah. Make it shut the fuck up. Well, because ideas need to be developed. Like, yeah, it's really rare that the, you know, the first thing that comes out of your mouth on the dawn of an idea is in its, you know, complete form. Or like, so we've, we recorded two pod. We had the, we had the first coup d'etat version was just Michael and I talking about, you know, people going into the Capitol. And then was it the next day we did another one with Mm -hmm. Keegan. I'm like, okay. Everything was super fresh mm-hmm. and we're like, you know, wrestling with how we, you know, with a, the details, uh, you know, stuff that's the information that's coming in and whether, you know, it's accurate or this or that, or, and then how we feel about that and what it means. Okay. That's a snapshot. And I, we couldn't have that same conversation one week later. Mm-hmm. No, not even close. Not even close. So does that, and then, so I'm kind of conflicted on whether, cause it's almost three hours if we put two, those two together. I- I think it's really valuable, actually. Like, I I think seeing the evolution, because, and I'll go off, like, on that point, like, I changed my mind on a large portion of what was going on by talking to somebody about it who disagreed with me. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, I flipped and suddenly I think those guys are awesome. (laughs) I'm (laughs) saying, like, I... I I saw it as something different only through the lens of letting it develop and like look trying to look in a little bit deeper mm-hmm. not through the angle of anybody giving me their opinion about it like yeah. looking at just pictures and videos of what was going on and ignoring the the narrative that was going around it yeah so I was trying to see like why are there like six year old ladies there and we're calling this an insurrection like. That was Aunt, 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 Aunt Tifa. Tifa. Yeah, she was there. Aunt Tifa was crushing it. Yeah. I, and she fucking, I don't, this is, the guy with, like, all of that, though, seemed to be a distraction from something else that was going on. And that's how I, like, 
I can understand in 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 both cases. I can understand how they could paint this to be something way worse than what it appeared to be if you tended to be conservative and a supporter of Trump. Yeah. If you do support <clears throat> that political spectrum, you tend to look at it with like a, ah, they're treating people different, like or they're, like they're treating. There's a bunch of protesters. Yeah, it's the extreme followers of Trump, and they're a little bit rowdy. But you know what are they going to do? Like they they got into there, they broke some shit, they did some stuff. Not a big deal. And if you're from the left side, you're like they were trying to assassinate people, and you're like. Maybe, but I like I. I mean, I saw the dude with the fucking fur hat, six foot spear. Yeah, yeah. That's still bullets a little bit faster. <laughs> Just a little bit. Like I couldn't imagine. You know, they say that they're armed. Uh, like compared to what? R- like. People and this It'd be is interesting just, to see what was. I'm just taking you through my like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My brain process is like I don't really see them as that dangerous. They seem like a bunch of fucking retards, honestly. And in the, you know, in the actual definition, yeah. of being just like a little bit backwards, like they just they're a little bit back. And I, and then I started to see some videos of some people not acting like them, yeah, not dressed like them, and not not going towards the same thing, like. There's some some actors in there that looked different. They they look like guys that are super serious. And, and I've seen some guys that move well, and those guys move like them. And then you realize, you know, Capitol Police shooting people and defending, you know, maybe perhaps Mike Pence or you know what's her name, fucking Pelosi. Pelosi. And you go, oh shit! Like this is a really good distraction. I mean, to give into the conspiracy theory of what's going on, or, or you know, the theory I'll say because it's not that unlikely is that if they did start executing or capturing hostages, you now have a way to inflict martial law. And with martial law, you can do a DOD revote. There's some, there's some, some plays there that make sense for like why you'd have a group of fucking hillbillies going and mess a place up. Cause it's a really good distraction from people doing something very specific. And so that that's, what sucks about that being a possible scenario is it gives the opposite side such leverage to enforce certain laws and to start canceling things and to start, you know, putting everything on lockdown. And, and now you see, like, you know, the reaction is 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 ridiculous. You like the things that they've canceled the president from Twitter for don't make that much sense, to be honest. And he should have been... It's not like he's never incited violence. Of course. It's just now that it's important. And the things that they cancel him for, saying that he's not going to attend the inauguration, that is not... Like, I'm... There was, You're inferring like, as a you lot. said, the inference yeah. there is is enormous for the fact that he used the term American patriots and mm-hmm. that, um, you know, is somehow inciting violence in some way. Uh, unlike... You know, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Right. Which I, doesn't <laughs> incite violence at all and shouldn't be fucking canceled from Twitter for that because. Um, well, my favorite is like, I th- it was some comment where uh, I think it was on Biden's Twitter where he was talking about, you know, the violent outcome and these thugs in some, in, in like, you know, if, it, oh yeah, it was, if it would be so different if these were BLM protesters. And the yeah. first comment was like, a lady just got shot in the neck. Like, that never happened at a BLM protest. There was yeah. no discharge and killing, as far as I'm concerned, of an actual BLM protester from a police officer. Well, they'd been already killed before. 
sure. hence the protests after. Sure, we I killed all, all the ones that need. I don't. Uh, like. uh, <laughs> so the first comment was that, and it kind of laughed because the the um, the the comment following that was obviously somebody who's siding with Biden. Was like, well, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. And you're like, you mean they should have been burning a federal building in Minneapolis? Isn't though? that the Instead. same as saying like you were asking for it by the way you dressed? Oh, it's like my reply was, well, you know, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Just like how the, I think the baffling thing, and and probably this is this is a function of the algorithm, right? Mm-hmm. I my brain is kind of obsessed with paradox. Uh, in every okay. sense of the form, mathematically, you know, physically, like when physics comes to the argumentatively, uh, almost every feature of paradox I find fascinating because mm. it doesn't make any sense. And it's yeah. also awesome when it happens. And that's basically hypocrisy in a sense. When humans don't recognize their own hypocrisy, it's a paradox. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. oh, my okay. God, did you hear what the president said? He said when the looting starts, the shooting starts. And then when the looting starts and you're like, yeah, shoot him. You're like, what, <laughs> what the fuck is going on like i get it that most people are dumb that that most people are you know they have a 60 second span they have a 60 second consistency so i said that thing that the president said was violent that was way back that was in the summer i'm a totally new person under a new president i feel great about the world we should start executing people that loot especially because they're not on my political spectrum is that also the problem with like the immediacy of social media where you can just like you see something Mm. you react you write it down you say what you believe your group or the group you associate with would want you to say and then you don't even realize you said it yeah yeah, a week later you don't even remember like what your words were because they're not to be fair your words i don't remember what we said on the first episode other than we're making fun of the hillbillies (laughs) and people from the south exactly i don't take any of that back i stand by 100 percent. but at the same time like you understand like where you sit with things Mm. and i think that i'll correct that i don't i mean i i have (laughs) Which is also you knowing where you sit with things. Right. I have no idea what to believe about the world, actually, asterisks through the internet. I know how I believe about the world in reality. The people I care about, I see every day, and that's because I care about them. And I think the world is mostly in a good spot. We are richer, wealthier, better off less disease even with coronavirus thankfully somehow the flu virus has dropped by 98 percent. it's fucking miraculous um sometimes the bad things happen good things happen yeah too, we have Michael. less disease than we literally ever have in like history and all cause mortality is down life expectancy is up all these numbers are trending up still that's how i view the world and then i go to the internet and then i'm like fuck where are my guns at like i need to start loading shit i need to start like i need six months of food i need to start researching you know growing herbs and like how to you know fortify my building Uh, like all of these things come up and i go this is not my this isn't actually what i think about the world like i don't i don't think somebody's coming for my guns yeah well they put in some fucking regulation that i think is ridiculous probably because fuck those people the, the one thing that I keep writing is that um, BLM has a good co- they have a good cause like they have a note where like police brutality that's that that is uh, discriminated uh, discrimination and it's you know overly geared towards people of color that's actually correct like they they do face a harsher and probably you know 
worse actions by police than the average person. I, that's a good cause. Their target is wrong. The Trumpers believing that it was a fraudulent, you know, that that that, that the actual, you know, president that will be is there because of a fraudulent basis, that's probably wrong. Was there fraud involved? Probably. Was it enough to actually swing? Probably not. Right. Like it's 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 more than likely the amount of people that have looked at this thing who are highly intelligent is not going to be, but their target was right. So you like combine these two things and you know, like we have a totalitarian problem and the target is the fucking tyrants. It's the people who keep getting put in office who have dynasties. Like how long has Biden been in, in holding like, some kind of public office? Since he's like been an adult. 47, 47 years. Yeah. 47 he's years. 104, so whatever the math on so that is. So let me just put this clear. And I don't, it's not a democratic thing. It's not a conservative thing. You have a man that is now the most, that, that will become the most powerful position in the world. And he's talking about all the inequalities and how bad it is in America, how we got to fix these things. This is the exact fucking person who has been in office since these things have gotten worse. And you just elect him to the highest fucking position you people are fucking stupid if you think it's going to change he thinks racism is a problem because he is the problem his racism has been apparent throughout everything that he's voted on whether you're talking about what he voted on through the clinton administration through the the obama administration everything that they worked on has actually made people of color's lives worse and yet you're like oh he's gonna save us the guy's gonna save us it, there he is. He's talking about it. He say, he's he's mentioning how bad it is. And you're like, this is kind of what blows me away. I, I don't understand how people can't see that this cycle is based on the fact that we allow these people to keep doing what they're doing. Like, the idea is to vote them out. Get them the fuck out of office. And these social media platforms are not fucking helping because the people in power are using them better than the people who use them. Yeah, are, are manipulating the, the the outcome of those uh, social media platforms better than the mm -hmm. actual um, ad space, right. i.e. users. Can I mm -hmm. just make some fun? Yeah, sure. Okay, there's an article <laughs> in the, the, the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Oh, written by this young lady, Caitlin Flanagan, who's actually quite a handy writer. This article is a little bit flippant for my taste. She but sounds was, a little Irish, so I'm into it. But um, there was one section that was funny as fuck, which I would like to is share. Is this the worst revolution ever article? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I read this too. I love that you had The comedian Norm MacDonald has observed that the second worst job in the world is crack whore, and that the worst job in the world is assistant crack whore. <laughs> So let us cast our lonely eyes on the specter of assistant Viking Aaron Mostofsky, who was dressed in pelts and carried a police riot shield and who, in a rare Viking flourish, was bespectacled. <laughs> Can you tell us what you're doing here today, a reporter asked. This is the dude that looked like yeah, he yeah, just yeah, came yeah, off yeah. at 10 hits of acid and was totally bewildered. What I'm doing here today is, he began, but here the words began to fail him. He looked around and then said he was there to, quote, express my opinion as a free American, my beliefs that this election was stolen, um, we were cheated. He adjusted one of his pelts and said that certain blue states, like New York, had once been red and were stolen. Where had he gotten the riot shield? Found it on the floor, he said in amazement. I gave it to the cops because it might be someone's personal thing. 
Envelope guy hadn't stolen Pelosi's letter. He had left a quarter on her desk in payment. <laughs> Assistant Viking had dutifully br- brought his shield to the lost and found, but no one had recognized it. <laughs> These men had lived their lives in the ranks of a society where rules were constantly imposed upon them, and even in the midst of the chaos they were creating, they reflexively followed a few of them. They brought items to the lost and found. They walked between the velvet ropes. They were cowed schoolboys and vicious adolescents at the same time. They were in the Capitol building because important rules had been broken. Which ones exactly? The super complicated talkity talky ones enshrined in our beloved constitution, of course. Unlike members of the lost generation whose minds are being poisoned by the obscenities of critical race theory, they had been edified and uplifted by the kind of patriotic education Donald Trump and Betsy DeVos were <laughs> trying to deliver to all American children. Anyway, it goes on. That's but, pretty fucking good. Uh, I, that was a very well written article. Yeah. Yeah. I did love that image of the people walking through the velvet ropes. Oh my! I know, right? You're like, okay, guys, mayhem, right? Uh, except for unless there's velvet ropes, <laughs> and that goes straight to the VIP I l- mean, room, right? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I, it is. I, we all know. Like, you can. I'll make fun of them to the end of my fucking days because, like, watching those people, um, in they're basically a byproduct of what they expose themselves to. Yeah. I imagine if I open up their internet browser or look at their phone, I know exactly what I'm going to see, right? I, and it's not that it's not that there's something wrong with being exposed to conspiracy theories, but when you're being um part of when, when you're being included into an algorithm that is trying to expose you to those kinds of things because it knows that it's capturing your attention because you haven't been dealt the proper tools to do critical thinking. Now we have a problem. Or we've co-opted your tools of like right. the tools that you once thought you had or, or, or turned them into like, yeah, something else. I, I, I'm yeah. I, that, that's that's kind of how I I see the problem is like we we have an education problem. And it's not necessarily a what you should learn. It's a how you should learn things. And like so, I could take a neutral subject, any subject. Let's take jujitsu, right? There's there's a way to learn it, right? There's um, people who teach it. There's opinions on it. So you essentially have the same thing analogous to any political viewpoint or whatever how i go about it mostly first and foremost it's actually convenience that decides how i'm gonna fucking learn this thing even for me who is fairly particular about how i learn things well guess what the fucking gym that i prefer to go to just happens to be on my way home from work now granted i know them and i know how good they are and they happen to be very meddled and very like disciplined and and you know Mm. they have all the accolades that you would ever want from jujitsu there's like 20 fucking black belts there that is a byproduct of the real thing which is it's five minutes off the freeway that i can just hop off and go to that class it happens to be right at 6 30 awesome i can jump in so that's how i've convenience is the first thing the second thing is you know when you are there it's how you're treated while you're in there it's not the actual it's not till way the fuck down the road that the actual information becomes important about how i'm educating myself on what i consider to be a good topic right if i was treated like shit when i went there fuck those guys i would go down to an mma place and just deal with it if those guys were like hey bud come on i drive 10 minutes off the road exactly Convenience convenience changes based on your experience your experience so convenience and then a pleasant experience. And now what they teach me, 
I'm just going to accept it because the first two are so fucking powerful. Right. So you have somebody, I don't know, you can call them from the South, whatever, wherever position they're mm-hmm. at, their environment and their convenience is first. So where they learn about whatever they're trying to learn about, let's call it a corrupt government and voter fraud, is like, how do you learn about it? I learn about it through the internet. Oh, what are those guys like? Oh, they're my friends. <laughs> they treat me good. Not until you get really far down the road does the actual information get dissected because the source and the convenience was first. If I had to go to a library to figure this shit out, it's not going to be as powerful. Instead, I open my phone because that's the most convenient thing. And then because the people I respect or I think are cool because they wear fur pelts and horns, them disseminating to me is the second most important part. Only later till I'm like, flat earth. I I mean, it could be. It could be flat. It could be flat. I mean, I've never seen the curvature yeah. of it from. And how what is it, Columbus? How easy Georgia? is it to sell this? <laughs> yes. How how easy is the is the problem when I go? Guess what? There's a political conspiracy that's against you people, you specifically, you white males. It's trying to hold you back. You guys got too powerful, and you know what? There. That's why you're poor. Like the whole system is against you. Your vote doesn't count. You're, you you can't get your business going. Now they're censoring all your favorite people on the internet. It's just against you. And it's so easy to just go to the Google yeah. and type in something that supports that narrative by the way you put it into the search engine and all these articles pop in and you're like, holy fuck. Or <laughs> even if you typed it in in a completely neutral way, you will be steered towards particular articles based on past behavior and how long you interacted with those articles. I, you know, on the, on the internet. I mean, that's like the, the kind of shocking thing is right. like, I, this is, uh, I mean, it's, it's not shocking that it's not neutral, you know, or, <laughs> or it, it's not like, okay, there's a switch and I turn it and the light is there and it's the same light. that's always, you know, it's right. like, that's not telling me, I think you need some blue light today because you haven't had enough. You know, or whatever. Right, yeah, you know, it's not sort of a. You know, there, there's, there's no contrast. A, it's no, true. No different light comes on, and you go like, "Oh, that is better." Yeah, or different. It's just the same shit all the time. Yeah. Well, because I'm from the south, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't read too good, I'm just going to read the title, and that will do it for me. Google is being sued for discrimination against white men. I was right. My fucking dude is right. Dude's right. Dude's right. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Dude's 100% correct. Oh, man, fucking dude's right. That's right. Dude's right every time. Fucking dude knew it. He knew it. He had a Viking helmet on. He knew that they were discriminating against white men. How did he know that? Because it's the he truth, looked, man. It's under. He looked into it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking did all the research. And then I just backed it up. That's what a reference is, right? Somebody says something, and they say it's true, and I go and find the first title that supports that thing. Reference. I think I put a little number and a thing down at the bottom and of my thing that, essay yeah, that I write. I hand noted my thing <laughs> and they're like peer reviewed I'm going to send it to my friends yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no my friends sent it to me well, yeah, therefore sure. it is peer reviewed yeah. already because they wouldn't send it to me had they not all read dude. done all the research themselves bro you're a scientist <laughs> you didn't even know you're a scientist yeah. I'm a dude's fucking scientist, fucking scientist. Dude's a scientist. <laughs> didn't even know it small s but yeah. you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking small D. <laughs> Dude, that's part of the that's part of the the critical race theory is teaching you that white men have small dicks. Let's say about making cool. fun of my dick now. Yeah. <laughs> no, the D at the front of the letter do or word dude. Come that's on, what the scientists. That's nothing dude. to do with your 
thing. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of research into dude? Everything. <laughs> what you research, dudes? Yeah, I re- whoa. <laughs> you know, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> but but no. I do I do read me some biography. I- <laughs> <laughs> You read that one about that uh, Winston feller? That's I a, think they made a pair a pack of cigarettes named after him. That's a that's a that's a thick one. That's that, a dude. That Winston <laughs> feller. Winston feller. He used to go to church on a hill. <laughs> it's too much. Oh uh, fuck! So that's a cultural social media experience, and yeah. and I and it, if you're under the here's my. If you're under the impression that our actions now are somehow going to get better based off of what the people who made it worse are telling us, fuck, man. Like, I just don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't have anything for you. So that's where I go, okay, so how do we make this thing better? So we'll go to the personal thing. How do you make the personal social media experience better? Other than... Okay, deleting is option one. Yeah. Just getting rid of it. I think that's probably the best choice, just to be honest. Yeah. What are the other choices? What are the other actions? I mean, you could probably like unfollow everybody and start over. I don't know if that would change the algorithm or the things you see, but it could be a start to like realizing like, oh, I don't really pay attention to those people or I'm not I'm not actually missing anything if I don't see Ooh. that. So ju- don't clear your followers. Clear your who following. you follow. Yeah. yeah, the people you follow. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. It takes a really long time to purge. All, like you have to go through and. Un- well, of course, they're, we they're not going to make it easy. That. Should we start with that? Just, just start- say, yeah. We'll just like go one by one, and or maybe each one of us tries a different aspect without deleting it, and just see what our experience is like. Well, I was totally going to delete it, like for a month, just delete it off my phone, I, maybe. Here's the, and then- here's the pro. Like here's my here's my problem with the delete it for a month thing. Yeah, is that, um. It'll just come back to it. It's That's coming. like stopping drinking. Well, for a week. it's like it's like the whole thirty, <laughs> right? Like day yeah. thirty-one, you're eating pizza. Uh, yeah, day thirty-one, you're just like fucking face down in it. You know, if I could find one that was Gym whole thirty approved in the freezer section, but you only had to do that for thirty days. Now you're your whole thirty ones. There's no whole thirty-one. Should but, we come up with yeah. a social media dietary guidelines? <laughs> Yeah, probably. It's not a bad idea, yeah. to be honest. I, it's what you consume. It uh, is uh, fucking no, diet. It, it, for sure. Yeah. So so there's oh, let, so there's man. that's one thing. So uh, this it's arbitrary rules that work for diet, right? Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, right? Yeah. There, there's a food there, the letter R only. There's an understanding of the entire complex system that makes you very good at diet, but that comes after a while. We don't understand how complex the system is of the social media that we're consuming. So we are beginners here, admittedly, of how to navigate the space and stay healthy. So the first thing that we do need to do is see what arbitrary guidelines make differences in how we feel about it. So yeah. what's the first thing is like intermittent fasting. So that I've done that. Like, oh, I only allow myself 30 minutes a day or whatever. Until, man, I'm kind of hungry. And I, say, I, kinda... I have such a hard time doing that. Like it's all. I feel embarrassed by it. Really? Yeah. I was on my last week. I was on Instagram five hours a day. No shit. Uh, so I didn't work out at all last week for the most part, and that apparently became sitting on my phone doing nothing. Oh, because it was the week after the yeah the and I was unfortunate like, events that occurred I, around New Year's Eve. That's been yeah. in my head for this whole podcast, and I was yeah. almost like too embarrassed to say it out loud. 
Because that is absurd. It is super absurd. That Five is, hours a day. Think of, I could start another business. A hundred. Well, and this is what we're talking about. Like when you come in, when you started coaching like full time, right? You talk about how exhausting it is. Yeah. Right? Because it's a lot of work and it's a lot of mental thing. And I think you, we believe that using social media is a way to kind of relax. We think of it like entertainment. Except that it's not. Yeah, it's like definitely it's, not. It's actually the opposite because you're very involved into it. It's not a show that you're like, oh, crazy, the thing blew up. It, and it doesn't like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't turn it off. It like turns it on more. For sure. Yeah. So you're stressing yourself out. I'm wondering that maybe that it, maybe your thing is like in, in, in the sense that we're treating social media like diet. You're like the guy who needs to fast for a month. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get rid of the carbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they just like they bring me up and then they drop me real hard and then they bring me up again and then they drop me and then that gym shark th- and then I'm down again. Fucking gym the, shark or whatever. The fuck. I'm, free, I'm face free down, space, face down in those fucking yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I went so my one day that I like was I was like oh, I'm gonna I just sat around like reading stuff. And some of it was on, you know, Twitter. Some of it was through news organizations. Some of it was YouTube videos. So, like, all together, I think I spent eight hours on my phone that day. But a lot of it was writing, yeah. trying to get an idea and then writing. So I wrote something like 5,000 words. Um, but I didn't realize how unhealthy that was until the Sunday. Do you get a data update? Yeah, that's uh, how I knew. Okay. Yeah. My screen time normally is like three hours a day or something less and that that includes text messaging people. That includes doing like, yeah. So that was screen office. time was five hours and twenty minutes. But you know how much of that was one hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Apparently, twenty minutes of it was not was Instagram. People. Yeah. <laughs> but I, did you see that fucked up? Let me send it to you. <laughs> because of that one day, it raised my average like fucking. Fi- you're like, oh, your your screen time is up fifty yeah, percent from what last week. And I was like, holy shit, yeah. um, that was a waste of a day. I mean, it wasn't because. <clears throat> whatever 5,000 words as long as you don't delete 6,000 you're good right probably or maybe four. it'll be good if you do uh, or I mean, maybe that's yeah, yeah. true you yeah. heard the ending to one paragraph so you know it, at least a it, lot of it is gonna get deleted it, yeah okay <laughs> well I don't know I'd say save it in a file on a hard drive that you know it'll, <laughs> it'll crash, crash eventually so that'll be fine um, but just save it you know not <laughs> and then work on the you know, the working copy, but that original needs to be saved because those are always the best, most savage, often yeah. with some insight that you might two days later, you know, uh, disagree with. Okay. But two months later, it might have proven to be very valuable insight sure. that you can go back and refer to if you hadn't deleted sure. it. I mean, mostly it's a notes and stuff. It's a, it, like, Come on, it takes up no space. It doesn't, it's like... It's, Fuck, all the writing you've ever done is the size of one One fucking... (laughs) One video? Yeah. Pretty much. That's pretty true. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All the writing you've done in your entire life is, you know, will go into a folder that's smaller than one file from that A7 III or whatever. Is that the analogy to, like, you know, how we consume media? Like, for instance, a picture, right? It's supposed to be worth a thousand words or whatever. It's Mm. not. Right, like, no, it takes up way more space than a thousand yeah, words. <laughs> but we're talking about taking up space. That's what I mean. It's yeah. like it takes up a lot of space. So you see a photo, however it's framed. It take, but if you listen to somebody who writes about something, mm-hmm. like the, it has to be so. There's, it's more nutrient dense than a photo these days. Yeah. 
right? It takes more to 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 critique it. It takes more to analyze it. It takes more to edit it. It takes more mm-hmm. to put it out there. Yeah. So <clears throat> essentially, uh, maybe your social media diet has to do with, oh, I'm just addicted to things that are like really dense calorically, or in this case, psychologically dense. So Instagram for you is like a kid being face down in cookies and shit. Right, like it's too, it's easy access, and it's not doing anything for you. Yeah. So instead of like you know the high and dry, I don't do any social media because eventually, what are you going to do? Like you, like in any kind of addictive process, you need to replace the thing. Otherwise, all you'll do is think about the thing that you're withdrawing from. So if you replace it with something like Twitter, it actually might help because it's all written. I was actually just thinking about reading. That I mean, what I did originally was like just replace my Instagram app with a iBook app. I did the same thing, and then you find the shortcut in your phone to get to it a different way, and sure, that becomes as just as programmed as the other way. Do you think it's really strange? And this is like most things: you are hyper aware of your behavior, and you still can't control it. Huh? It drives me fucking crazy. Yeah, I think that's really weird too. Um, in in which case, if you're really intelligent. You you create scenarios that make it so you can't be yourself. <laughs> that's essentially what we're talking about. It's like, I, I mean, that's my food scenario. It's like, just keep it out of my house. Right. Because at night, there is no self-control there. I'm fucking tired, and I'll take the easiest thing I can get. Therefore, when it's here, even if it's in the office, yeah, every once in a while, but it really doesn't. There's ice cream everywhere. I'm not going to fucking touch it. Yeah. It's like the daytime. That's not a time that I'm like behavior. <laughs> That's when I have all my control. Yeah, it yeah, really no, is. true. <laughs> and then I get home, fuck, get a little hot. Is, like like- <laughs> is there a social thing in there too where like there's other people here where when you get home, your door is closed? 100%, yeah. yeah. You don't act how you act around other people. Right. The number of, you know, crown burgers that I've eaten in my car in the parking lot. <laughs> Because I don't want to come in here and eat it, not because I know, because not because Keegan will say, "Where's mine?" Like if you're not, you know, if you're not going to share, then then fucking keep it outside. It's just like sometimes I'm like, God damn, this is embarrassing, embarrassing. Like so, I'm not. I'm <laughs> the, the part of my behavior. I'm not controlling. I mean, mm-hmm. I am eating probably for the first time in 24 sure. hours, yeah, but yeah. but there's another part of my behavior that I am controlling, and that is and that is like the peer influenced kind of stuff. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Analogous to, I, it, since we're on the social media thing, yeah. you waiting 24 hours and then eating Crown Burger uh-huh. is like you waiting 24 hours to use social media and you just open up Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> oh, old old school Tumblr. Old though. school Tumblr. Yeah, 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 after, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. yeah. yeah old back, school Tumblr. Back when it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. That's like the fucking... you mean back when it was OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, face down uh, in it. You can't do it publicly. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I've accidentally opened up Tumblr on the tube in in London. Yeah. Holy shit! Whoops! Whoopsie! <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Don't look over my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your own. <laughs> like I opened it up on my, you know, iPad Pro and held it above <laughs> my head, facing backwards to all the people and said, "Help them have a better day." So, do you have Instagram accounts you only look at in your car? Um, no, but I don't have it on my phone. Um, oh. I only have it on an iPad, which doesn't necessarily... That, that thought's crossed my mind. And and so that's only Wi-Fi. Because Dude, you only have no- to spend $899. To- <laughs> well, here, here's the thing with like trying to construct a means 
for say me uh-huh. to it always seems like everything to, to, comes back to like but still have it oh yeah when it's like let's just get rid of it i mean let's i don't, so yeah, I, I know you're on board with that but it's just sure I, it's still like everything's kind of like but or and it's like or just get rid of it but the bet the best scenario is a well thought out scenario yeah, oh for right? sure like yes we know everybody can delete it and yeah. probably should um and you probably wouldn't miss out on anything. No one, not to say we wouldn't miss you on the show, the socials, <laughs> but honestly, we wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't, right? Because I would see you here, and be like, what's up, man? And you'd be like, got so much done. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, fuck, I need to delete mine. I'm not getting shit done. I'm trying to think. So when I moved to Arizona in 2013, that was like the first time I never had a television. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh man, like what am I gonna do? After like three weeks, never even Didn't thought about it. I mean, for sure, I watch shows occasionally on like my laptop, yeah. but it was never like... Laptop movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was never like just turn on the laptop, sit on the couch, and just spend eight hours watching it. It'd be like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. I want to watch this one-hour show yeah, and yeah. then fall asleep. Yeah. I see. And then after a while, it was like, oh, yeah, I don't have a TV. Whatever. <sighs> okay. So... Is your strategy going to be to race it eventually, yeah. or like uh, I think gonna I'm going to pick gonna, a date? Uh, I'm going to delete it Sunday. Delete it off your phone. Yes, and just leave the account. Yep. Okay. For now, and then if that seems to go well, I'll just get rid of the whole thing. What could not go well about it? Like you start fucking. The, well, shaking. that's the thing. Is like the the only thing would be my own rationalizations overriding what I know Here, is you need something to focus on though. So I'm going to give you two things. When you delete it on Sunday. You're going to start working on the capacity manual and you're going to start working on the other idea that we were working on last summer. Okay. I have another idea, but I want to talk to you both privately about it before it's discussed. Let's make it a part. Let's use signal for that. (laughs) Do you want to do it right now? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Signal me. Okay. So that, that works. I I have ideas already in mind for what can take up some of that time. Okay. Fair enough. It'd be awesome if Keegan came to us. He's like, I want to be a chess champion. We're like, Oh, I have been watching Tween's Gambit. Dude, so fucking good. I, I love chess. I played it with I, my dad since I was like six. Do you know what's funny? The only chess move I know is the Queen's Gambit. We should get a chess board in here. I have one at home, a magnetic one. Bring it in. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Nice. I like that. And yeah. we'll just play while we're fucking Yeah, doing we'll podcasts. just come in here once in a while, spend 10 minutes, play some chess, and <clears throat> that'd be really fun, actually. You probably don't have a social media problem. I do you? Oh, I yeah. I was just saying, I don't Really? That. Oh, fuck yeah. You're such a well, controlled individual. Because it changes. I, well, the reason that I know that there's an issue is because I I, I recognize how it changes behavior. Or sometimes mm. if I'm writing and I'm stalled out. You pick it up. I pick it up. Yeah. What the fuck? Right? That's like the I'm, worst. And, and again, yeah. that's going for the distraction, yeah. but it's not the distraction that helps the creative process. Right. It, mm-hmm. well, well, I mean, I'm not going to defend it. Sure. Because it is a sort of... Um, Okay, sometimes I need to uh, I need something to step out of where I am writing wise um, to 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 refresh and then come back to it. And the problem with the social media thing is I step out and then I sometimes don't get back mm. or my emotional state has changed so much yeah, because not- of the social media exposure that when I come back, I cannot finish like the number of things that I started to write mm-hmm. in 2020 and was unable to finish. It's pretty shocking if I go back to the you know my yeah. folder of writing for for that year, yeah. and I think a lot of it has to do with a news a, you know addiction, yeah. which is you know oh if I know what's going on, I this gives me some illusion of either participation or control. Yeah, you're you playing know. the market. It, 
I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, some sh- exactly something bullshit like that. Um, I'm I'm Good. less con- you know, but but then you know when you were describing like, hey, you know, if I if if I look at reality, I'm I feel fairly positive about the world, mm-hmm. and then I go on the internet and I you know. And, you know, I want to stockpile food and make sure my, be- my you know, basement is, mm-hmm. you know, reinforced against nuclear attack or, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And, and that shit for sure happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there is, there's certain real things that happen. So we get notified that there's this pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. And so, and we're like, and there's going to be a lockdown. Well, I can't lock down because I can't be at home right now because I don't have lunch for tomorrow at home yeah, yeah, yeah you know or whatever so start buying food and then um you know and and uh just sort of st- you know become slightly more prepared 72 hour kit and then it's yeah. up to a week and then it's and then a fucking earthquake happens here yeah and then it's just like oh well i should probably have some water storage mm. because what happens when especially like we live on a fucking fault like this is it's the wasatch fault yeah yeah you know, we live in a fucking lake, but this is all going to turn to fucking jello when the big one happens. And, um, and, and so maybe having some water receptacles that are safe from those cracking pipes and that kind of thing, you know, or whatever. Like, and you just start, but then that is exacerbated by, yeah. by seeing via social media or the news, other people's rather more extreme behavior Paranoia. <laughs> yeah. and then going like, fuck, I need to get mine. Yeah. You know, I need to like, what do they know that I don't know? My friends took their swimming pool and they converted that into basically a water trap. So now they have like 10,000 gallons of fresh water that comes through this filtration system Uh that only costs 20 grand. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I think the best like way to illuminate that is the fucking toilet paper crisis of 2020. Well, yeah. yeah. If social media didn't exist, I don't think that would have happened the way it happened. I could totally be wrong, but I think, no, I think you're right. I think that's dead on how it like. And I, I mean, I recognize the the influence of it, and will. I don't know if I've done the, gotten to the five hours a day thing. At least, not, you know, maybe, but not consistently. But it, I recognize, like, okay, my creative everything last year was negatively affected by input I voluntarily invited. Yes, into into you right. know to, to fuck with my world, and I I think that needs to uh to not be like that mm-hmm. however there's a you know i'm not going to miss the 1400 people that i follow that i don't know right. if i stop right but there is something inside me that says there is value to 40,000 followers whether that value is actually um Worth transferable it? yeah into you know into some meaningful type of thing i, I don't think it is but that number keeps, keeps yeah we, I like, that, but there's but there's something that where the people are like you but you have this you could get you know that and you could so, say but that society's created that like social capital right. is as important as anything else in the world right now exactly but i can't eat that nor can i <laughs> um <laughs> you know that's not Anyway, so did you sell forty thousand copies of Refuge? Fuck no. I was say, how much has that following helped in the last year? Uh, probably a so, little bit. 
Oh, for sure. Right, and I'm yeah, curious. No, no, no for, for sure, for a little bit. But then we start to place value on things that we think are. And I'll just yeah. say, just use the example when you go to, to Refuge. And I thought, okay, we'll sell, you know, uh, Jason came by for a visit. Yeah. We were still printing. I had that first hard, co- you know, first hardbound sample mm-hmm. copy, you know, with the print, the way the print was going to be and the binding, the way it was, it was going to be. And he came and there was like a five or six minute video about it on YouTube to his X number of millions yeah, yeah. of yeah. followers. Not one sale. Yeah, zero. Like, zero, zero. like nothing resulted from that. So, when so when we think of like that social capital, it has to do with you, you know. I'm sure that and that video received a number of views. Yeah, you know, a lot of not all you know, three point five million or one point five, you know, whatever that number is, were exposed to it. But it had a number, certain number of views, and and just like, well, that's not who is into what we what I do. Oh yeah, for sure. They're, they're, they they like I'm. I'm an abstract component of the thing that they are into. Yeah, but his following didn't give a shit that you were making a book. Essentially, this is ex- I think it, this but. is exactly where we keep going, like yeah. coming to the same realization. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to race forty thousand followers. I don't know why that's valuable because it hasn't been valuable up to this point. Exactly, but it might, you know. But if we just keep doing the same thing over and over again, maybe it'll work. This it's like holding on to that like shitty rookie card to somebody. Like when they're good, this card's going to be worth a <laughs> fuck ton of money. Yeah, and then ten years later, you're like how much you get for that card? You're like well, not, nothing. Yeah, it's dog-eared. Yeah, it, it, it was it's a little different. It wasn't but, mint. I, yeah, here's the I don't weird. know, man. I I sold. Uh, you know, somebody who was trying to complete their Miami Dolphins 72 team. And I had, the you probably get Don Shula. And, um, I, you know, but I did, I do believe I sold Paul Warfield for a, for a bit. Nice. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. just another kid. So, you know, the decimal point was not in a place where that would be today. <laughs> sure. You know, but <laughs> there wasn't, there wasn't many commas in that number. I take it. No, I didn't see one comma actually, <laughs> except the, maybe the five was poorly written on the, the, kind, the kind of looks like a comma. I was going to say, I'll give you five bucks, comma, and I'll give you three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I think, um, and this is like the, the, Okay, so there's a personal approach to it, and how you wean off of that, I think, is generally generally good. I think the less time you're on social media, the happier you'll be. Yeah. Probably the more efficient and uh, productive you'll be as well. I agree. And, uh, and a lot of people that I would be interested in maintaining the type of contact that I have with them via social media, even if they're, you know, even if they're good friends. Yeah. Um, where I would like to share a, a photograph or, you know, mm-hmm. something, um, you know, m- many of those people have already moved to the Vero platform. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know, which yeah. would be my, you know, it, but, and do you know how hard it is of, to waste time on Vero? It's just to, like, it's, not to cut you off. It's really hard to waste time. It's there. so hard. I don't even like being on it to be completely honest. Okay. Why is that? Uh, it just, it seems like a lot and I don't want to learn all that shit. So it doesn't seem like anything to me. It seems really? like really minimal because all I do is go to the timeline up, like the stuff that I like, comment on the things that I like, and then I'm off. It's like five minutes and I've caught up on Pharaoh for the week. And there's no advertising I, and there's no, and, and it is in the, in a chronological sort yeah. of, mm-hmm. you know, type of yeah. situation. The, the, the presentation of like, it's a way I can actually see the photographs and like zoom in yeah, and yeah. like, Oh, Julia, she takes, you know, these amazing pictures of, you know, Milky way night sky stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm always kind of curious, like, I don't fucking figure this one out. You know, is yeah. this like, where's the, you know, like, okay, for sure. She's taken 18 images and focus stacking and da 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 like, cause that's the only way to do this. And like just sorting around and it, which cannot be done on Instagram as a platform. No. So as a, you know, photographic resource, it's really cool. 
in in that way and then hey if i don't like your musical taste and that's some of the things that you post about but i like the photographs you take i just fucking turn off the musical part of your feed see i didn't know you could do any of that yeah. oh you can control it all yeah oh, no shit yeah, yeah. yeah. everything's and, totally controllable and 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 the fact that there there is no sort of data, data harvesting there is no advertising maybe that'll um, be like my it, cheat meal it could, I mean, I, I mean, it, it could be, and it's, and then like the the you know restricting you know the, the circles of of privacy. It's it's stuff. I mean, I don't necessarily see it as a commercial sort of like. Is it still the sort of third party yeah. mechanism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I I do feel that maybe as a as a a signal, you know, like signal fire type of thing, but not in the way that we think we are using. You know, in Instagram, I, 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 I think that we need to, you know, make the the, the relationship with the customers direct, mm-hmm. not to the extent of answering stupid questions. But um, <laughs> hey, I think you're right. Uh, and, and you mentioned something that I want to back up on, too, okay. on the like the picture quality thing. Yeah. I spent 12 to 15 years learning how to take a picture and, and edit in a manner that was the highest quality and learning how to actually, you know, manage all that data and lose it on mm-hmm. a hard drive recently. Yeah. And again, um, again, for the second time in two years, you really like kind of twisting that knife, <laughs> don't you? I've just been trying to get it. It's been going you know, on for like three days now. Yeah. Little did I know that the device that I bought to help that situation was not compatible with the device that. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it doesn't even fucking fit my computer. Oh, so you got the cord, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh. No, they don't make a cord for it. It's a, it, it's a weird <laughs> accessories are not backwards compatible. Computers are yeah. backwards so compatible to, to accessories. In order to back Which, up my computer, I need to buy a new computer. <laughs> well done, Apple. Well done. So uh, it's, the, it's, the, it's the whole space. I mean, it's, it's not only Apple. No, no. Well, sure, yeah, it's it, a, it, nobody knows but, Adele anymore, so. It, who? I'm <laughs> so the quality thing Touché. makes sense to me because okay, you take this picture that if you know in its original form is something like 120 megabytes and it has so much detail that you could blow it up to be a billboard and would be fine. And then I put that down to like a two by three inch square on a screen that somebody will flip past, and and then I know and I'm not complaining about that. What I'm saying is that the inference of quality follows you back. Yes. I know that it's not going to be looked at in detail. Therefore, I quit taking better pictures because it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. And then the word problem is the same. I know that I just need some words to go along with this picture and it'll give a feeling and somebody will like it. And that's supposed to be it's a non-committal, low quality way to engage people. And so our idea moving forward is that actually the biggest danger is that I don't want some third party to have control over our commerce. It's just a logic. It's not about a free speech thing. It's not us worried about getting canceled. But and we don't want to have a third party not not having, but influencing our relationship with quality as yeah. as our output. Here's the real number. So if we have ten thousand people following us, and um, you know we post something a fraction of a fraction of a percent get to see it that anyway no yeah, and yeah. that's every platform because they want you to pay to promote things so that they can actually just show your following and so there there's this thing uh, sam harris did this thing maybe a couple years ago that kind of illuminated this he has a million followers on facebook um his they showed him this is back when they actually show hey if you promote this post it'll show this much of your following 
And for him to show his entire, so it would show a thousand people if he just makes a post. And then it would show him, hey, if you want to show 10,000 of them, then you can pay this much. And if he wanted to show every single one of his followers, he have to pay close to $1,200 per post. Of the following that's there to follow him. Right, it's his following. Yeah, there, it's, not, it's not actual advertising. It's I have done things to attract enough people, and I don't get to talk to those people like those people think that they are. There's actually tons of mechanisms in the way. Right. So that's where I see the third-party problem is a third-party problem. Yeah. They, they need to be removed. And the only reason then they're there is to share ad space. Like you go there to follow somebody and you want to see what they're up to. And yet you don't get to do that because they, they, you know, derive these mechanisms in order to be profitable. Now it ends up being the most profitable business on the planet to date without doing anything really. And I want to get rid of that because what I think the bigger thing is, is that if we can speak directly to those who want to be interested in what we're doing, like things, things that we're making, podcasts that we're releasing, uh, things that are happening in the space, all the stuff that would be on the site, we want to talk directly to. So therefore, we're just, we'll do it through email until we, we want to have a quality conversations. Like, I, I, I'm going to go back your analogy about the photo of mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I'm just going to take the shitty photo, fo- you know, I'm going to go ahead and accept a shitty, mm-hmm. you know, photo and I'm going to post because no one's going to see it anyway, or I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to take care with these words um, because I know that no one's going to read them. Only the first sentence has to be mm-hmm. good enough, you know, because that's what people are going to see on their on their way by and double clicking. It's a weird mm-hmm. ha- thing that you can do is you can keep scrolling and still just keep clicking at the same time. And um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, but but I think that has also. <laughs> tr- um, I remember doing that in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad people can't see the YouTube video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, one hand or two hands? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Yeah, just learning your way around. Yeah, you just got to, yeah. you know, just do, do some research. Exactly. See what works. Yeah, see what works. See what does Dig around in the garage and yeah. see what you find. Dude, it's peer reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> My friends told me so. Yeah. That they had reviewed it first. Um, but, but I, so we're, we're like relaxing quality because of the, the mechanism of transmission mm-hmm. uh, on that part, on the social media platform, yeah, yeah. right? But it's also, I think that has transferred over to our communication in yes. a way um, because it's, we somehow think that, oh, I'll just make a post because we have a new product. You know, I will casually just blast this thing out via this mechanism because it's convenient, because yeah. it's available. And I will then pat myself on the back for having done something to sell something to, you right. know, keep the business afloat. I'm working. I'm working. Yeah. But, and, and, <laughs> and to, to, and I'm not going to, you know, blame social media for, you know, the lack of of a breadth of our reach or mm-hmm. whatever. That, yeah, we are a company that ma- that has made some really cool products. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say, high quality products, and you know, that nobody fucking knows about. And and yeah. it, it would be nice if some of these ideas, you know, or, and these products and that kind of thing would, you know, hit hit a little bit larger audience. But I do, and I don't think social media is the the way to sort of. There's no way to develop any kind of fucking genuine engagement no. with someone. And and if if someone wants to have a conversation, you know, they they somehow accidentally buy a copy of Refuge and they want to have a conversation with me about it, that's a conversation I want to have. Yeah, you know, but um, but but I but I don't. Uh, and I, 
And I don't think, we, I mean, we don't have those conversations. We don't have that kind of exchange, that type of relationship where the shit that we're doing has meaningful impact on people. And I have, you know, decades of, you know, interactions in my life mm-hmm. to, that, that reinforce that statement. Um, and that just uh, social media, I feel like is bleeding that away. It's like yeah. just making the waters getting shallower and shallower and shallower and dirtier. Yeah. Yeah, now that it's shallow enough, everybody's just mucking it up and nobody can tell the difference about what's pure and what is yeah. taking a lot of time to do between, you know, taking a year to fucking publish a 64-page manual that's readdressing how we train endurance in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a limited environment. And that's being sold next to a fucking lamp that looks like a moon from China. That was like produced nearly like shit that just doesn't fucking work right. Like the yeah. the bullshit Chinese products. Sorry, it's not racist. That's where these stupid fucking products that are made in sweatshops come from. That shit that's being sold on Instagram matches Instagram's quality perfectly. They go hand in hand with each other. Yeah. They, okay. They they both modify people's behavior and population and have basically the same view on the world. To the, the point that people are willing to accept inferior quality yes. as normal. Because it's convenient. Yes. No, I mean, inconvenient. Yeah. I mean, this has been said on this podcast before and in a couple of pieces that I've written, like, mm-hmm. you know, convenience, you know, on, on a large scale, convenience is the enemy of climate, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because, you know, we shouldn't be shipping water across oceans. Right, to, you know, yeah, right, exactly. Because it, it was, so like, it weighs a lot, man. It, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> but if you put it in the square bottle, um, the, your uh, the the container space is is maximized. You know, yeah, the, like in, in, is that, in terms that's of that's the water that comes from Fiji. I yes, I believe it. <laughs> well, I don't know where it comes from, but that's what it says on the bottle. Well, well yeah, so that's where it comes from. Yeah, okay. That's like the other one comes from Poland. They have springs. Or something. Um, you know, my, you know, one of my favorite things about this was like, oh, people are buying water in bottles, and Coca Cola is just like, fuck. If we just come up with a kick-ass label and we start bottling tap water from here in the Coca Cola factory, yeah. we can sell the shit out of that. Give it a cool name, like it's from some foreign country, like Dasani. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, who, where's that from? Oh, it's it's actually we import it from space, <laughs> from outer space. Tough to get through the atmosphere. It's but but the process of going through the atmosphere, the water heats up and then cools down. It's like a filtration it's, process. It's, exactly, exactly. All the sediment. But, you know. I mean, if it was going to be on brand with Coca-Cola, you'd have to like decimate the population of polar bears before you sell it to somebody. So that's not good enough that it comes from space. It has to like impact the Arctic, melt everything, and then that meltage they bottle and they sell that to you. And you'd be you'd be drinking the essence of polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> and then whatever animals you killed, you use them in your commercials to advertise your yeah. products. So uh-huh. You're still here. Yeah, yeah. Th- it's the monoatomic <laughs> substructure of a polar bear that gets eviscerated in the meteorite that contains the hydrogen and the oxygen and that is what we now know as dasani <laughs> i understood three of those words <laughs> i understood it all and it's like why can't we market the shit we make when we can market the stuff that other people can't even imagine making better than they would be able to if they actually made it <laughs> here's here's where i see uh, you know uh, this is a conundrum it really does Fuck. feel risky right like it feels yeah. like and so there's a weaning process, but I do like, it's not a secret. It's not like one of those things. I think we should be very open and honest about our process because I think a lot of other companies are going to have to go through this. Yeah. Especially now. Um, I've created, it's a pop-up on the website. That's an email capture. Yeah. So that it doesn't capture anything else. It's, you know, it puts your email on our mailing list. The idea is that I'm going to quit wasting time 
on low quality posts that keep you in the Instagram phase, like they keep you just looking at this one thing that is going to go away for, especially, you know, maybe we come back to it because we're wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that this is the right approach, but the first approach is I would rather have direct communication with the people who consume our products. And I'd rather just, Hey, if you're interested, we're not going to email blast you when we release a podcast, when we release articles once a week, we'll send out an email that will have that information, those locations available on it. If you're annoyed by it, awesome. Get the fuck off the email list. I don't give a shit. You can unsubscribe. You'll only need to unsubscribe once. Yeah, exactly. We'll yeah. Put it won't un- be like that other you place. You can put I the unsubscribe button at the top, yeah. like you're not supposed to do. Make it as big as possible yeah, so yeah. everybody can see it. Oh, maybe I should do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Let's do the opposite because we've done I've done the opposite. And it works out before. <laughs> yeah. What I think will happen is actually now we can focus back instead of how to like move our product, go back to just focusing on making on making products. it yeah. and then through word of mouth and people being engaged with having to leave that stupid platform and come to ours to figure stuff out. I, I think they'll actually be better products and probably better interaction with people. I, I think so, because, you know, part of that, that convenience, mm-hmm. it's like. I can just ask this guy because I have Instagram open. Mm-hmm. I can just send a direct message to him rather than opening up a <laughs> browser on my phone, so. you know, turning that one off and turning this one on and then looking up the answer to, you know, what a fucking head cutter is. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. Like, honestly, if, the, if on the one hand, we've already made it pretty hard for ourselves. Sure. On the one, the other hand, I think we need to go back to making it hard for I think others. So too. Yeah. <laughs> I really um, do, actually. Be- because you're right. It's a fil- it, it, that whole thing started back in the day as a filtration mechanism mm-hmm. to keep out the fucking looky loos. Yeah, tourists and the, and the, and the, the, yeah. the, and the non committed, and it worked really well. Yeah. And I almost feel like eh, maybe, you know, we, we set up the, the space program is a perfect example is because we set up the space program. We're not going to coach people. We're not going to like go. I, I don't have the time to be like making sure they understand. That doesn't mean we uh, translate everything perfectly and it's all understandable. So sometimes we make mistakes and we'll correct those. Because fun, funnily enough, sometimes you, you know, it, those of you who read, sometimes you're reading a book and you come across words you don't understand and you, you know, open up a some kind of a resource. No, you know what? I could, do. Could, I wrote a handwritten letter to the author and I asked him the definition of that word he used in his book. That's cool. Did he? Did he? Re- he Fuck she, no. no but yeah. Exactly. So, so you you come across a word that you don't understand. You use the internet, a dictionary, an encyclopedia. Should you still have something like that to look at the fuck up? Yeah. Rather than contacting the author who may be asleep on a different platform, on a different fucking platform, and you know, to, to, to try and have a conversation with them because it's convenient. Like, this is, and, and we are all being, I mean, I'm guilty as you know, in, in some of these scenarios as anyone, mm-hmm. but it's because the tools we are using are shaping how we interact with other people. Yeah. Rather than like I wouldn't, you know, because I, I probably can't ask Keegan what exigencies are 
Mm. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't like the inference that I'm stupid, but I also, <laughs> but I also don't means. know what exigency is. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm, but I'm, but I'm not going to, you know, the first time I came across that word was because a girl, that, uh, Lolly Moss, who I had loaned my copy of Shibumi to back in the day was writing words that she didn't know the definitions of in the back of the book. Mm-hmm. And then she went and looked those, you know, she looked them up so she could educate herself. And, she, you know, when I got the book back from her, that those, those were were there and that was like that was the first exigencies was the first word on this list um it's amazing and and so i didn't you know write a fucking note to trevanian and (laughs) ask him what it meant i got a fucking dictionary i mean it was the late 70s or early 80s so you know i wasn't able to open up my phone no i still wouldn't because i I know yeah yeah. you know but it's still like and yet the convenience if you know if i you know went to the author's webpage and or you know instagram handle and I noticed that they were online right then yeah. you know i might just slide into the slide fuck you you ambushed you jumped you parachuted you fucking catapulted your carcass over the wall over crossing the moat at the same time into the castle to ask me what exigencies means? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, they did the same thing Michael does when he goes to jujitsu. They got right off the freeway and went to the first stop they could. <laughs> yeah, it happened sure. to be yeah. your DMs. Yeah. yeah. And if I didn't have social media, I would have fucking read that book by now and I would have looked up that word and I would have fucking known what it meant. <laughs> and you would have been. And my answer would have been so much better than, <sighs> you're right, I don't know what it is. <laughs> that would have been so awesome if <laughs> you're like, actually, Mark, it means. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. And that would be amazing. I'd be like, man, I'm going to start spending five hours a day on Instagram. Fucking knows his shit. Okay, that was a week. Yeah, okay. That, <laughs> that, that's not every week. No, that no, was no, no, last no. week. Yeah, you clarified that. But thank okay. you for doing so again. I, I don't. I clearly am self-conscious <laughs> about it. And I'm a aware sensitive. of that. I'm sensitive because I've been doing nothing but staring at a screen all day. And seeing people's outrages make me a little bit outraged <laughs> about my own behavior. Ah! <laughs> I, I, I think given the, like, Given the scenarios and the stuff that we set up, it's not that we want to make it hard. Is that we want a selection process that is that reaches people who are genuinely curious, and curiosity takes work. Yeah, right. It's not handed to you. And in the space program, I put language when we started the beta because I didn't want to fucking hold people's hands, and I get really irritated at people that are just unwilling to go look up a a video of something it's all there there's nothing that we're doing that doesn't exist and if we do make something up we're very careful about how we explain it and we'll probably take a picture of it generally and we might forget from time to time but sure i mean part of the 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 reason that back in the day at my old organization i was against putting training plans out that Mm -hmm. were for sale Mm -hmm. because of exactly what is happening to you know us again now that we removed the language about don't you know we're not going to hold your hand sure fucking go out into the 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 forest of the internet and you know hunt your answer here's here's Um, the benefit to actually and, and it's not like a it's not just a convenience thing for me not to deal with people the real answer is if you see something and you don't know what it is Part of the process is being curious and going and figuring it out and learning it. Yeah. But that and that, but that's the intent. It's the exigency of the fucking space program, <laughs> exactly. But it's but it's also the intent of the space program in the in 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 the first place, which is to show, which is to you know demonstrate and communicate some creative process around the you know the idea of designing, executing, and then assimilating workouts. If you don't have this creative 
you know, uh, um, if if you if you aren't curious about it, then follow plug and play. Go to Smolov. I mean, come on, like it worked for the one or two or the twins or whatever. Um, so it'll work for you, and it's all explained. It's an Excel spreadsheet that you just plug your number in, and then it calculates all the other numbers you're supposed to do, and then just do fucking what you're told. Yeah. Like it, but if you're curious, and you're on a mission of you know exploration yourself. And you're not one of those people who wants to be told what to do. I mean, there's plenty of people who will happily take your, you know, encourage you to pay them to tell you what to do. And if that's your jam, find them. This so, is this is not that. Yeah, I, and and it's only a few people. And but I'm it, a little I, bit. I, well, it's only because I removed the language because I figured like there's a lot of people that emailed me in between thinking like, man, I just you know I'm. I'm a novice in training. I don't know how to do backflips and stuff. And you're like, okay, like that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, you don't need to be like an Olympic gold medalist in it, you know, gymming yeah. to be able to do this program. What I should reword more appropriately, given now that we're into quality, is that... Which also hopefully includes quality of communication. Because yes. sometimes we're... Yeah. Lack it a little bit. The The real communication there is that this program can be done by anybody who has the curiosity to do so. Were you going to be good at everything? No. Are you going to have to try new things? Probably. I mean, I've been doing this a long fucking time. Mm -hmm. And sometime in 2020, I had to go look up what a devil's press. Well, I know that you, yeah. you know, I've yeah. seen it mm -hmm. written on the whiteboard here. I know they are done in this gym. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what the fuck that was. But was I going to bother Michael? <laughs> I, wait till we get the Baphomet burpee. Yeah. <laughs> and you, I don't know if I, you can look that one up. But. No, because we made that up. But when we wrote Baphomet burpee on the site, yeah. we were very clear about describing what that movie about is. what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's missing. When when I heard about things in the past, like oh, it, the move is kind of like this man, I want to see what that's like. So I'd go yeah. searching for what that is. Or if I saw, I still do this because we still have movement on Wednesday nights. And a lot of the time, the stuff that comes out of that is exactly the process that I do myself is what the space program is. Mm -hmm. I'll see a move, a helicopter, a weird, not that helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> not all of us can do that. <laughs> I tried it. I just don't have the genetics. The, um, the, I'll see something and I'll go, oh, cool. I want to try that. So you're more of a Buffalo Bill type? <laughs> yeah, more a Tuck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That'd fuck me. <laughs> I can because it's tucked back. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> that's why it's tucked back. Right. <laughs> that's where I keep it. Is it tucked back or tucked in? <laughs> Ooh. Oof. <laughs> it can't always be tucked in, Keegan. I, this, I mean, I just, you know, I'm not and upset. Josh Tyler, that was for you. Right. <laughs> I'm not upset about anything other than the fact that I think, um, man, we have to be really careful with the quality of product we get. Oh, and, and I would, you said it kind of in passing that our convenience dictates our climate, or I would say our environment. And I think obviously that's true of plastic bottles in the ocean and the fucking forest and all the other bullshit that we're ruining. Oh, oh but... But oh. in the micro, it's almost yes. more important because pollution condensed is much more noticeable. You don't have something that can absorb it when you're in a building or in your head. That is made of it. So if you're using convenience, you know, anything intellectually... The pollution is obvious, and I think that if if I've come to any conclusion, it's that social media is a convenience that 
is not worth the pollution. I, I don't disagree with that right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a very similar spot. And I, I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the use the knife sort of thing would be a, a way ahead. Um, but I, but I don't feel that that's, um, there's something not that catchy about use the nail file. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Disc grinder. I mean, Uh, honestly, like I I feel pretty motivated to like leave everything up and just kind of go away from it and just do business as normal. Yeah. Um, and then eventually when it's not useful, it's not useful. Uh, I mean, the real test is like, can we can we still get our products out to the people that want them? Yeah. Um, do do we still? I mean, and that's all we have to do is like, um, you know, okay, I'm gonna it. Let, let's just say six weeks, two months, six weeks, two months. I'm gonna I'm yeah. not gonna commit, you know, because hey, this yeah. last one took a fucking year. Sure. Um, but let's just say that yeah, we have and we talked about this, you know, uh, uh, a, a, a particular product yesterday, and that it would you know be relatively you know possible to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and put that out and then we'll see and use, you know, a different mechanism of communication about it to sort of make people aware of its existence and see what happens. How, how many pages is it right now? Oh, the, uh, are, are, I'm <clears throat> the, the actual, the, the real piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real piece. It's over 400. Okay. We have a 400 page book that is practically done. It needs back structuring. The cool thing about that 400 page book is that there were so many edits out of it. We have enough content for another 100 page book. Instead of doing that, we're going to put out a zine that has basically the rejects from this book. The book is good enough that it has, I mean, we just ran out of space in the book essentially. And so things had to get chopped because you can't really put out anything over yeah. 400 pages and make it worth it. And make it worth it. And, and some of the, you know, some of the the rejected stuff was rejected because it was redundant. Sure, um, you know it was exploring you know two years apart to mm-hmm. the same idea or something like that. But um, uh, yeah, let's just say that there'll you know there there will be a zine that's going to be the you know how we practice the format of the mm-hmm. book um, with the you know the other you know, built in second ex- secondary experience or whatever, yeah. um, and and that's something okay when when we make that sample available for purchase, we will use uh, better quality mechanisms to notify yeah. people. I think it'll be email notifications yeah. from now on. I mean, pretty much everything that we put out from this place, uh, I'm I'm not going to probably announce the podcast on social medias from now on. Yeah. It'll be done through, I'm guessing a weekly email, depending on how the, I'll have to figure out that. Um and any product release will just be and, through and, email. And the thing is, that like with with the podcast, if you're if you're if you listen to them, I mean, you know that they come out. What does it say? Weekly, usually. Yeah. Um, Say so it was Monday, then it was Wednesday, and now I don't care anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- but all of the mecha- you know all of the distributors or the you know uh, of that kind of content um, offer you the opportunity to subscribe. Yeah. They, and so that you'll get a notification yeah. when it comes out. If sure. you're, if, if, if you don't want to get an email from us. Right. And then as far as things go, I think the biggest changes, um, that I see, um, uh, will be, uh, bringing the space site, not just the space program, but the space as in what's happening here on a daily basis or thoughts that go along with that. Mm. And I think there'll be more video attached to it. So okay. conversations, stuff like that, that it has to do more around training space was a modification. I'm probably going to turn on the comments on all blogs 
on the nonprofit site. So there'll okay. actually start to be interaction there. Cause I think that's one of the things that social media is good at is it promotes some interaction. Okay. If you, if yeah. you post an emoji on the fucking website, I'll shut it off. So first person to put an emoji on the comment section on the nonprofit site will ruin it for everybody. Not just for that person. I said that's probably going to be me. I, I was just, I was, I was, dude. I, and, and I mean, emojis, pictures worth a thousand words, right? Yeah, right. It'll be that emoji, and then I'll just turn the comments back off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I think I. I mean, I feel good about that. We've we've talked about over the past couple of days. I spent a couple nights not sleeping thinking about how to rearrange this thing funny enough a lot of people are doing very similar things it's on the cusp of pretty much every question everybody's questioning you know the inherent uses and misuses of social media so now's a perfect time to do it because it makes total sense right it's not out of left field um it, it might it's not in reaction to any one system it's not a we're a conservative company and we're really pissed about the donald trump thing i think that's the last thing that we would ever say yeah they're not in solidarity with donald trump <laughs> we're getting off of it, i think it really has to do with like protecting ourselves and creating the best content possible is actually removing ourselves from that platform i i i agree with the protecting ourselves part because i i i think we will see uh there will be noticeable changes in you know how uh our relationships with other people um evolve and with you know and with ourselves if we you know if it's depending on the degree of disassociation or disconnection from um the platforms yeah all right all right well i have an exigency to go coach so (laughs) I'm going to go do that. All right. Nice one, guys. Bye. See ya. (laughs)